The waters are calming after Super Tuesday. We still don't know everything thanks to the incompetence of California, but we do know that Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders are neck and neck, and those are the two Democratic primary candidates. I said almost said cannabis, and since they both support pro pot laws, yes, they are there that they are that too. Uh, so what do you think, Bernie or Joe? The Huffington Post is kicking off the new Democratic narrative already, so we know what they're thinking. And Chuck Schumer sticks his foot in it. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, happy Friday. You know something? I, I really, I, I was just thinking about this introduction. I was thinking to myself, you know something? I really need to get some sound effects. I think sound effects would be absolutely awesome. For example, if I had opened that introduction with soft waves r- brushing against the pier, that would have sounded really kind of cool. So I, I think it's time we're going to... I'm going to go hunt for some uh, sound effects. I only have a couple. I made most of them up. But anyway, so let's let's get let's get to let's get to Super Tuesday. Um Super Tuesday, not good for Bernie. Really bad for Bernie. Joe Biden won all but four states, taking a 627 to 551 delegate lead. Um that's going to change. It's going to be a lot closer. Uh the California has not tallied other votes yet because those idiots decide to do early voting and they haven't done it yet. Chances are this is going to be about 700 to 690. It's going to be very close. Close. Now Bernie did win. Bernie is winning California, and I think I don't think he's. I haven't looked at it lately, but he is. He has won California by about 10 to 12 points, which means he and Biden easily surpassed the 15. He's at a 27, 28.28%. So he's basically going to split a lot of the vote in California. So it wasn't as big a victory as Bernie needed. Heck, if Biden got 16% and Bernie got 39%, Biden still would have hurt Bernie. So he's got some real problems. So what are we looking at? Okay, so if let's just say we're at 700 to 690 after this whole thing, which isn't what it's going to be, yes, still need 1,991 delegates to actually win the nomination. It's not looking good. Now, what's also not looking good for Bernie is uh, the fact that every candidate, Tom Steyer, Pete Buttigieg, um the others. They dropped out and now are supporting Joe Biden. Oh my God, it looks like the fix is in. It looks like the fix is in. Well, on Thursday, which is today, which will be tomorrow when you hear this, uh, Elizabeth Warren decided to drop out. It took a, I'm a little bit surprised. I saw her as a narcissistic sociopath. So I never thought she'd actually drop out. And she actually decided to drop out. I mean, I guess she ran out of money or whatever. She realized her the 60 delegates compared to the 700 everyone else has probably isn't going to cut it. Now, the question is, 
are Nance are uh, Elizabeth Warren, Chief Warren's delegates going to go to Bernie or Biden? That's the big question. And the bigger question is, who is Elizabeth Warren going to support? Well, the reality is, if you believe that Elizabeth Warren's um, delegates were going to go to Bernie, you would think, well, geez, they were all going to Bernie. But Bernie is such an extremist, why wouldn't those people have picked him in the first place? There's a lot of thought that Elizabeth Warren actually screwed Bernie on purpose and will end up supporting Biden. But we don't know what's going on. I'm sure there's going to be some backroom uh, discussions between Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden's groups. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll absolutely see. But anyway, right now we are looking at a Trump. I'm sorry. Trump is going to, against, uh, going to go against one of two people. Joe Biden or Bernie Sanders. Now, my bet is if this goes to the convention, as of right now, we're looking at a contested convention. Uh, if it's a contested convention, it means that the delegates can sit there and wheel and deal with each other and pick the candidate who has the best way to, uh, best path to defeat Donald Trump. Right now, that path is, uh, is Joe Biden. Bernie Sanders has about a snowball in hell's chance, which is still a higher chance than um, higher chance that I like. All right, I, I don't want Bernie Sanders running as a Democrat. I really don't. And the reason I don't want Bernie Sanders running as a Democrat is he's a, a, a stone cold communist who believes in gulags and breadlines, and. A snowball in hell's chance basically means he's got a 40% chance, 40 to 45% chance to win. And that's not good. That's a that's a bad percentage. I'd rather have Biden, who's going to be drooling all over wherever he goes and be completely incompetent. Let him run for four years or two years when he decides to die and his vice president takes over. But that, that again, leaves us to who his vice president is. <sighs> do, you, do you see all... The confusion? Well, Donald Trump had some comments about it. Uh, first, he was on uh, Hannity on Fox News, and he was talking to Sean Hannity about uh, both Biden and Sanders. So first off, let's talk about the big winner on Super Tuesday. Let's see, hear what uh, Donald Trump had to say about um, uh, Sleepy Creepy Joe. There are a lot of issues that I, I see. I, I know that people are acting perhaps as though it doesn't exist. I, there are, uh, Joe Biden is beyond a gaffe machine. I would argue that the toughest job in the world is your job, to be the president of the United States of America, leading the world. You need strength. You need stamina. You need focus. Uh, you need the ability to react in real time. What do you make of these numerous gaffes of Joe Biden? Well, look, I don't want to be too critical. I just, you know, I've never seen anything like it, to be honest. And uh, I'm sure that the Democrats are saying the same thing. But they'd rather have him than Bernie. And uh, Bernie doesn't make too many gaps, but Bernie's got his own difficulties. Uh, but uh, the, the way they push and, you know, look, the media is uh, all on their side. When I say all, all but a little bit, including yourselves and 
some of the folks on Fox, some of the folks around. Uh, you have some great people. You have uh, Rush, who's doing, I hear, really well. He's doing much better. And uh, Mark Levin. And, you know, I mean, we have a lot of support. You'd be amazed. We have a lot of support. Uh, the great Lou Dobbs. So many people we have as uh, supporters outside of just, you know, our our Fox News, which, you know, I have my own little I have my own little uh, difficulties with. If you want to know the truth, they put people on that I think are inappropriate and say very, very false things and people don't challenge them. I think they're trying to be very uh, politically correct or fair and balanced. Right. Is the term yeah. fair and balanced. But I think they hurt themselves. If you want to know the truth. This is something that's going to bother me a little bit. And it's going to bother me because I'm going to make the same criticism of Sleepy Creepy Joe. And I think Sleepy Creepy Joe is a good guy. I just think he's misdirected. He's, I think he's getting a little older. But do you hear the rambling on Donald Trump? This is the problem I think Donald Trump has. Donald Trump rambles kind of like an old man. I just want you to listen to him. He had a town hall tonight. He did very well tonight. Uh, I'm sorry, town hall, on uh, town hall on Thursday on Fox News. He did very well, but he rambles. That's what Joe does. He rambles. But Joe's a lot older than Trump, so he rambles and he starts losing sense. But the idea here is, what was really hard to hear about that whole conversation, is that, yeah, he's just frick. He says things, no one says anything, and then goes off on a tangent for 20 minutes on it. So I know it was a longer clip, but it was a longer clip because I think the Republicans should not just assume that we're going to win this election. I think Donald Trump needs to stop talking, and I think Donald Trump's talking is not helping him. Now, the good news is, is that Trump may be entering into old age. I don't think he's entering into senility. I think Joe Biden might be entering into senility. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Okay, I'm not saying Alzheimer's. I'd never wish that on anybody. But Bernie Sanders is just absolutely crazy. And Donald Trump, he goes off on his tangent again. But this tangent is pretty much hits it right off the bat. Bernie Sanders is a communist. He's a bad guy. As a matter of fact, I think he expressed this better in his town hall on Thursday than he did here. But Bernie Sanders is kind of a wuss. And Bernie Sanders is going to do exactly what he's told to do. Listen to Trump on Bernie Sanders on uh, Sean Hannity's Fo on Fox News. Are you convinced now it's Biden's to lose? I think so. I just don't know, you know, how he gets there. I don't know how he gets across the line. Maybe he will. Maybe it's who knows. He was always very gaff prone. He was always uh, he was always in trouble in that way, but never like this. You know, this is going what's going on now is crazy. But I think they'll do anything to assume power. And if they think he can do better than Bernie, and I guess they have less control over Bernie. You know, Bernie is more for himself. But I was surprised when Bernie got uh, beaten up last time that he went out and endorsed Hillary and went around and did like a good puppy like he's supposed to do. I was a little surprised at that. And uh, even this time, he was saying about how wonderful, you know, Joe Biden's a wonderful guy, a wonderful man. And 
um, you know, I'm a little bit surprised by it. It's almost like he's – I don't know if he's admitting defeat. He might be, but I watched him yesterday saying – or just a little while ago saying very good things about sleepy Joe Biden, and I was yeah. a little bit surprised. That analysis, though really long-winded, was right on. Bernie Sanders has always been a wuss. He is not going to go against the Democratic Party, even though he's not an independent. Um, he's not a Democrat. He's an independent. He's a socialist. Democrats are, for the most part, not socialists. And he's absolutely correct in everything he said. Biden's going to have a hard time because Biden is getting worse. Biden is, his gaffes are coming more and more and more. I mean, he made three, four huge gaffes this weekend. And they're all over the internet. So I, I think it's going to be kind of interesting to see what's going to happen. Um, I think Biden's got a much better chance than Bernie Sanders. I, I will say he's got a much better chance. But the question is, if is Biden going to ever hold a debate with Trump? Because I don't think he can hold a debate. And Biden does have a better chance because Trump is not a likable guy. Let's call it what it is. He, he is not a likable guy. He's a New Yorker. He's a tough, almost a union boss New Yorker. And he's going he's gonna to have to lighten up a little bit. He really is. He's going to have to touch the people. Tonight, he was in Pennsylvania holding the town hall, which I thought was fantastic. That is Joe Biden's birth state. And I actually believe he held it in Joe Biden's birth city. He needs to do things like that where he can reach out to people. Because here's the thing. Even though conservatives don't buy the, our feelings are really important, the reality is most of the country does. Feelings mean something. I didn't vote for Trump in 2016. I thought it was, it was, a, it was a crap freaking election in 2016. Trump's done well. And I think the things that Trump needs to do is tout his accomplishments, tout the, the accomplishments of the administration, keep defending what he does, never apologize, and just not talk crap about people. But here's the thing. Maybe I'm giving Bernie and Joe Biden some way, I'm, I'm giving him way too much credit. I, I, that's what I think I'm probably doing. Let's listen to uh, a, a little uh, video montage that Grabian actually produced. And it basically shows what Trump is going to be going up against. Fight! My name is Joe Biden. I'm a Democratic candidate for the United States Senate. Look me over. If you like what you see, help out. If not, vote for the other guy. Give me a look, though, okay? And everybody was totally convinced that Castro was the worst guy in the world, that all the Cuban people were going to rise up in rebellion against Fidel Castro. They forgot that he educated their kids, gave them health care, totally transformed the society. All right, Chuck. Thank you very much. Uh, all right. Uh, it's Chris, I mean, but anyway. Chris. I just did Chris. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I just did Chuck. In fairness to China and its leadership, is if I'm not mistaken, they have made more progress in addressing extreme poverty 
than any country in the history of civilization. Right here in the state of North South Carolina. Here in California, I mean here in Nevada. In Des Moines, I, I, I'm, I'm in Dubuque. In the state of Ohio, I mean Iowa. For some reason or other, being very excited when, when Fidel Castro made the revolution in Cuba. Kennedy was playing the conservative. Actually, you know, there, when you read novels, people say there's a, a sick feeling in your stomach. Usually I'm sufficiently unemotional not to be sick, but I actually got up in the room and almost left the puke. It's going to be up exponentially. 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 Exponentially better. When Fidel Castro came into office, you know what he did? He had a massive literacy program. Is that a bad thing? I got hairy legs that turn, that, 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 that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. When we were in Moscow, people here also were extremely impressed by their public transportation system. Chandeliers that were beautiful. It was a very, very effective system. And his mom uh, lived in uh, in Long Island for 10 years or so. Uh, God rest her soul. And uh, um, although she's, wait, your mom's still, your mom's still alive as your dad passed. Yes, we're a compassionate society. No, we're not a compassionate society. Do you ever regret labeling yourself a democratic socialist? No, I am what I am. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by go. You know the you know the thing. Fatality. Yep. Thank you, Grabian, and congrats, Democratic Party. Those are your candidates. Yay, you. So I, we're gonna see what happens. I think this is gonna be an absolutely hysterical election cycle. But one thing I want to be very clear is we cannot trust that this is a done deal, that Trump is going to actually win this. Because here's the thing, Trump, Trump's biggest enemies are not uh, Bernie Sanders or Joe Biden. Trump's biggest enemy is the media, their narrative, and the other politicians, and the narrative that they give the media. And we, we see this from the Huffington Post. The Huffington Post released a uh, op-ed today that basically said that Bernie Sanders lost Texas because of uh, voter fraud. I, I kid you not. They had long lines. And of course, those long lines were only in the black and brown neighborhoods, which is not true. They were long everywhere. People were voting. and. This is the crap that's going to happen from here on out. It's going to happen from March, right now, until November. That Trump is not the legitimate president. They did it in 2016. They've been working on it for three years. And this is what we're going to be hearing from here on out. And this is where Trump needs to keep his cool. And just say, listen... I'm president, I've been a president, I've done a good job, blah, blah, blah. Russia was a hoax, Ukraine was a hoax. And go from there. Well, another thing that happened uh, yesterday was Chuck Schumer lost his shit. And I know I shouldn't say shit, but he, I can't think of anything else to say. There was an abortion protest, because I guess an abortion law is coming up. I don't know which one. I don't care. I, it probably has something to do with Alabama and Missouri or something. But the Supreme Court is actually going to be voting on it. So Chuck Schumer decided to do something 
completely unethical, if not immoral. I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. Now, I've got 10 minutes and I'm going to use a lot of it. I could sit back and tell you, well, Trump condemned this, McConnell condemned this, everyone condemned this, whatever. I, I really don't care. Yeah, nothing's going to come about it, okay? There's not going to be a censure. He's not going to resign. Nothing like that. But this is the Democrat reality. It's intimidation. This is why Trump is right when he sits back and says, I'm never going to apologize. I'm never going to step back. He even said that the reason uh, Mike Bloomberg, quote, mini Mike, which I don't care for nicknames, though that seems to work. This is why I don't go for that stuff. This is just a man threatening other men because they want to vote against evil things. This is intimidation. And I don't buy everything that it's a threat, but it is insightful. This is inciting something. And Chuck Schumer, I'll give him some credit. He never had the balls to do anything like that before. But this is a really not a good thing. Supreme Court justices are untouchable. No president, I can't remember a president who has sit, sat back and attacked Supreme Court justices because they're untouchable. Those people make a decision and that's it. And you've got the minority leader for the Senate openly, I'll say threatening because that's what it is, or at least inciting a threat. To people who have to make a decision on something that's going to be hard and controversial, what do you, those Supreme Court justices are really, they got a lot on their minds. They're making decisions. Seven people are making decisions that are going to be extremely controversial. That's why you don't hear from any. Of course, Judge John Roberts sat there and sat back and said, mm, completely inappropriate. He had no business saying any of that. And he should have said that. But you know who should have said that too? <coughs> Sotomayor, Justice Sotomayor, Justice Ginsburg, and the other liberal, Justice Kagan. They should have said that too. They didn't. Here's the thing, that shit backfires. And no, I used the S word a few times today. Sorry. But I I just think this was really just disgusting. It wasn't even it was immoral to sit and put the pressure of a country on justices and then naming them. 
Because Gorsuch and Kavanaugh, the law is not extreme. It's not like they're eliminating abortion in the world. They're just sitting back and putting limitations on abortion. That's not an extreme thing in both Gorsuch and Kavanaugh. You notice he didn't even mention Clarence Thomas or Samuel Alito. Because they, yeah, it's a, that's what it is. And I got news to you. John Roberts was the one who they had to worry about, and now they pissed him off. Judge Roberts was the one who would have probably voted against this because it was, um, it was uh, uh, precedents and things like that. Now he's sitting back saying, how dare you say that? I think it's crappy. I think our country is really going down a bad road. I hope you saved your guns because civil war is coming. And I don't mean that in a militaristic or militia way. I mean that we're going to have to protect our rights because these people are trying to steal rights where abortion is considered a right now. Abortion is not a right. Nowhere in the Constitution does it talk about abortion being a right. But this is the new standard today. The new standard today is to intimidate. It's to scare people off. It's to threaten. And Chuck Schumer, he knew what he was doing. Let's call it what it is. He knew exactly what he was doing. He was trying to intimidate. He was trying to make people force people to make decisions because reason would win at this point. Okay, that's it. I, I'm getting angry. I'm not going to talk about this anymore. So you can follow me on Twitter at RunninFool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. Uh, listen or download my podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, and YouTube. Uh, you can review show notes, links, full videos at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.